Welcome to Tim Bray's Ongoing Podcast, which is an audio version of a selection of the articles on my blog, also called Ongoing. I'm Tim Bray. You can find the blog at tbray.org. This is pretty well the same story you'd experience by reading it, but some people would rather listen. Here we go. This article was published on the 4th of February, 2023, and is entitled Larkin Poe Live, 2023. Last night I enjoyed a concert by Larkin Poe at Vancouver's excellent Commodore Ballroom. Now there are links there to the band site, to their Wikipedia entry, and to the ballroom. The music was just fine, more on that below, but mostly I'm here to think out loud about how rock and roll embeds into the wider world in 2023. If you visited the links above, you already know that Larkin Poe is anchored by sisters Rebecca and Megan Lovell. Rebecca sings lead and plays normal electric guitar. Megan also sings and plays what they call a lap steel guitar, but it looks weird to me. There are pictures below, and the internet doesn't seem to know what precisely it is. In action, it sounds like a regular electric slide. They're in their 30s. And here we have a picture of Rebecca and Megan standing on the stage. The lighting is blue. They're both playing their guitars and singing. And dimly visible over Rebecca's left shoulder, she's nearer to us, is their bass player, whose name? I don't know. Popular music? The Commodore was packed. It cheers me up that traditional rootsy guitar boogie still has a substantial audience. The notion that a rock act might lead the streaming charts or play the Super Bowl halftime or generally matter to the cultural cultural mainstream feels quaint in 2023. But hey, let's not forget Maniskin's Eurovision 2021 victory. It also pleased me that the crowd was generously supplied, both with fresh-faced kids and grizzled graybeards, and that the performers were 30 years younger than me. I count on being able to listen to new rock music into my grave, and on this music being played hard and loud with any luck long after I'm forgotten. Drama. As the band was swinging into the first song, Rebecca was looking into the front row of the crowd and said something like, You okay, dude? Then she called the band to halt and yelled, Security! There's this guy roughing up women down here in front. Get him out! And sure enough, two burly security guys extracted him with considerable difficulty and dragged him away. It's hard to stop a rock band with forward momentum. I remember the famous Altamont video, Mick Jagger yelling, Keith, stop! Keith! Keith! Because murder was happening before his eyes. Love. Lark and Poe bring a lot of naked emotion to their set. One song was about their grandfather's mental health issues. And a lot of the between songs patter was about how we really have to be kind to each other more than ever in these troubled times. One time with a call out to that start of show incident. I think the not terribly, unco- the not terribly common combination of being women-centered and playing uncompromising hard-ass electric music empowers them to open up emotionally in a way that might be harder for other gender genre combinations. I enjoyed it. And here we have a picture of Rebecca Lovell soloing, um, and it's a kind of a cool picture because they had this banner on which they were projecting this brilliant thing like a sun, and she's standing right in the middle, so her head looks like it's got a golden halo around it. Um, also visible are the drummer and the bass player, but not Megan. The music. Rebecca is a fine rock singer, and both singers are really accomplished guitarists. I enjoyed the songs they wrote themselves, in particular She's a Self-Made Man and Bad Spell, the latter introduced as a reply to Screamin' Jay Hawkins's I Put a Spell on You, and there's a link there to a blog fragment that I wrote about that song a few years ago. But probably my favorite number was their cover of Sun Volt's Preachin' Blues because of Megan's big intro. The knife-edge scream coming off that guitar of hers made my whole body shiver. They also do a number called Wanted Woman, which is a somewhat twisted cover of ACDC's Wanted Men. It was great. Now here we have two pictures of Megan Lavelle, both with her weird-shaped guitar. It's kind of white with black trim that she plays horizontally, face up. And it's got a big bulbous thing coming off its bottom left corner, which... 
Anyhow, one of the pictures, she's squatting at the front of the stage, or kneeling, I should say, to uh, to play, and the in that position, her elbow rests on the weird bulgy part. I don't know. Anyhow, um, she's wearing uh, sort of a cool outfit with green and white chucks. I was a little disappointed that they didn't do an acoustic set or even song. Like a whole bunch of other people, I became a Larkin Poe fan during the pandemic because of, this is a link, the Larkin Poe cover channel. It's a YouTube playlist. Just the two sisters sitting side by side and covering classics, doing a really great job on every one I bothered to watch. Follow that link and you'll be rolling your eyes at the song selection. I recommend the Peter Gunn theme and Day Tripper and Sharp Dressed Man and Oh My God, Have a Hanky Handy, Wicked Game. Now I'm going to do an experiment here and see if I can actually play Wicked Game. Um, Of course, first we have an ad, which we will skip. sounded pretty good, eh? They were apparently using an excellent microphone because those covers are just wonderful listening, especially the capture of the slide guitar grain like you're almost never going to get from a live PA system. Um, Maybe don't visit that channel just now if you have things you need to get accomplished in the next hour or so. Sound. While the live sound didn't capture the texture and detail of a good mic pointed at an intimate acoustic music, it was really freaking awesome. Which it isn't always in the Commodore M <laughs> Jack White, for example. The vocals were crystal clear, you could easily understand the lyrics. The guitars howled and roared, but didn't have that painful high-end scrape. You could always tell who was playing, just by the tone. Megan gets most of the soloing spotlight with that big heavy slide sound. But Rebecca played some pretty great breaks, too, particularly tasty stuff down in the middle and bottom of the instrument's range, in no hurry to go up the net for the high notes. I thought maybe the most impressive thing was the great song arrangements. It wasn't just verse-chorus, verse-chorus, solo-bridge, verse-chorus. There were lots of opportunities for double breaks and band dropouts and big chord frenzies and so on. No two songs the same. Best thing was when they telegraphed, they say, there's a big riff coming in three, two, one, and oh my gosh, those were some nice riffs. Commercial. On Larkin Poe's most recent album called Blood Harmony, there's a nice song called Southern Comfort. The drink is sponsoring the tour, and before they played the song, they did a little commercial. One of the roadies came on stage with a tray, little shot glasses for each band member, so they thanked the brand for the sponsorship and drank a toast to the crowd. Just cheers. That's a little weird, but it was short and unobtrusive, and it's hard to be against anything that gets musicians paid. If I were in the band, I'd have told them to fill the glass with water, because I loathe that stuff. It's awful. Health. I attended the show by myself because my usual date was under the weather, so I went down by the front of the stage. I was wearing a mask like, well, maybe 2% of the others. People, what is wrong with you? We're losing our elders and the most vulnerable to COVID at a horrifying rate. The prevalence of long COVID is creeping up, and we keep hearing bad news about all sorts of nasty permanent damage the virus can do, including to your brain. So, you're going to go stand among hundreds of strangers and leap around breathing heavily with no mask on? I just don't get it. I know it's only rock and roll, but I like it. I like it. Yes, I do. That's all, folks.